0: It's Friday the 28th of April, welcome to Afternoon Sport, Shadwicker here, no Shane Lee today, because he's lazy as, well I can't say it on the pod, but today's co-host is Danny McGinley, how you doing mate?
1: I'm good Shad, it feels like, uh, you know, the. it's it's like an emergency teacher coming in, the two students are just running the class, we're allowed, we could do whatever we want without old man Lee around, what what madness could we get up to?
0: Yeah, let's make the relief teacher cry, how about we do that, that'll be good,
1: just act yeah. up a bit for the whole show. You you were just in my team for the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Did it go well? Can we see you anywhere else?
0: Uh, Yeah. Oh, man, I'm going to be heading off to Sydney uh, in a couple of weeks for the Sydney Comedy Festival. Um, Melbourne was good, man. Melbourne's like, that festival's pretty fun. To be honest, second year doing it had a much better time this year than the first year, which was during the Omicron, which was absolutely awful. But uh, a bloody good time. So if people are keen, I mean, I plug it on this show all the time, Danny, but... My show is How I Almost Killed a Guy. Get around it. Sydney, Brisbane. Uh are you, travelling around at all?
1: Yeah, man, I'm in Sydney as well. <clears throat> in two weeks' time with my show, Hard Nut. And I'm also heading to Perth on uh, around May 12th. Anyway, I just would love all the Arvo Sport fans to Come laugh at both of us because we're, you know, with all due modesty, we are the two best comedians in the world.
0: Yes, that's exactly right. And uh, we're here to talk about sport, though, not comedy. And today we have got to chat cricket. The return of the legend of surfing gets another chance at the World Surf League. And we have to talk the NRL uh, overnight because the Cowboys look absolutely done. So let's get into it. Hey, Muppets, this is Stewie McGill here. As much as I don't want you to, please listen to Fire Up. They told me that I was coming on with Chris Gale, the most attractive cricket player in the cosmos. Unfortunately, it was the other Chris Gale and Stevie F here. Uh, Very sorry about that, but I promise you, if you want to know anything about rugby league, at Fire Up, rugby league. Find Fire Up
1: on any podcast app.
0: Let's start things off with cricket in Shano's absence. Why not? Uh, Look, bit of action. Uh, Stuart Broad, he reckons that Australia's 4 0 series win over England doesn't count as a real Ashes victory. Okay. What? Okay, mate.
1: I got to say, this is a great move by Stuart Broad. Just uh, you can claim that uh, a series where you got thumped doesn't count for what? For COVID 19 reasons? Great. Then I'm claiming the five series between 2009 and 2013 are null and void simply because Neptune was in retrograde. How are we supposed to play <laughs> cricket with Neptune in retrograde? Some people might say that has nothing to do with cricket, Shad, but neither do COVID-19 <laughs> restrictions. We were all affected by it. This is just sour grapes by by a loser.
0: Yeah, I feel like as well cricket is the one sport that is uh, socially distanced the entire time. So I feel like if anything... COVID kind of helped cricket, really. So (laughs) I feel like he's just uh, making up excuses. But I love it. I love a bit of banter. I love a bit of back and
1: forth. He is a good villain, isn't he? England always need to have a good villain for a good Ashes series. Because for so long, uh, they had these really nice players as their captain, someone like Freddie Flintoff, who I like as a person. Uh, Broad is, he's he's almost as good a villain as Kevin Peterson, who was like Saruman in Lord of the Rings because he was a human uh, and he joined the Orcs and, you know, Peterson's a South African and he's joined the English. You're not even English, mate. Uh, Broad also said it would be funny if the Aussies tried to play Ball. Now, Ball is named after their coach, Brendan McCallum, which is just their term for aggressive cricket, which... That's how Australia has played since the late 80s. This is so typical England. They are trying to steal something that already exists and rename it. Guys, you can't colonise our style of play. you? all
0: right. <laughs> you really uh, had some pent-up aggression against the bombs there, so that's a fascinating insight. <laughs> well,
1: uh, I've got an Irish heritage, so uh, I'm quick to play the colonial card.
0: There we go. Well, let's have a look at uh, surfing before you get yourself in too much trouble. Uh, Kelly Slater is going to return to the World Surf League Tour. 11-time world champ has been awarded a wild card. This is a wild thing with, like, Kelly Slater. It's like, man... I feel like even though he did kind of step back for a bit, I feel like he's never stepped away from surfing. Like he's always in it every single time. That even seeing this story, I was like, wow, I thought he was just always in.
1: Yeah, yeah, it does feel like it's it's not something that, you know, you you it's something you could play for ages like golf. You could just be there forever. He is pretty much the goat of surfing, but I, I I will admit his star has fallen in the eyes of most Australians ever since Mick Fanning punched a shark. It's like Kelly Slater, you got you to gotta yeah. ninja kick an octopus or something, dude. Come on. We we now need a bit of Steve Irwin drama with our surfers.
0: That's true. But I tell you what, man, 51 years old, still cruising around on the, surf, on the World Surf Tour. That's pretty impressive. It's going to be like a LeBron-esque type career. Like he's going to have kids of his own playing against him. In the, yeah. in the waves if he keeps going on this uh, kind of record. But you're right, surfing seems to be one of the biggest longevity sports you can go around, so maybe he's going to keep surfing until he's 60, 70, 80.
1: I don't know what Kelly Slater was in a past life, but I'm fairly certain it was a very good person to be reincarnated and have the life that Kelly Slater has. Yeah, it's very true. It's
0: very true. Hey, let's uh, steer a little bit down to where your way is, uh, the AFL. All right, we've got round seven coming up, plus big news this week that Tasmania will get its stadium and likely its team now. Uh what are your thoughts on the round ahead and what are your thoughts on your little neighbor just below Victoria getting themselves into the AFL?
1: Oh mate, well let's uh we I talked about this with Shane yesterday. <coughs> I I couldn't be more happy that uh, Tasmania's getting a team. It's well overdue. They are an AFL state. They've contributed some of the best players in the game and look, they, they deserve it. It's uh, they've. I'm glad that everyone's come to the table and, and you know, and I'm going to be that annoying person and say, what's next? Because the Northern Territory deserve a team as well. Uh, there was a quote uh, on Reddit that our producer sent to us that um, <clears throat> the last two teams to join the AFL have been given terrible names, GWS Giants and Gold Coast Suns, uh, saying that they probably won't have a cool name like the Tassie Sharks. It'll be something like the Tasmanian Mountains. And look, yeah, I got to agree. Uh, kids, if you want to get kids in with your nicknames, you need an apex predator. Sharks, lions, tigers, bears. Uh, Tasmania, I don't really know what you could do. You could name it after, uh, you know, some famous Tasmanians, maybe the Errol Flinns or the Princess Mary Donaldsons. Or my favourite is the Tasmania boonies. The boonies? <laughs> Yeah, David Boone. <laughs> right, okay, right. I feel like why wouldn't they oh, hang
0: on, what wait like excuse my ignorance here, but AFL sides,
1: who's devils? Uh, well, yeah, the the argument well, there is the TAC Cup Tassie Devils, which is the under 18s team.
0: So why why can't they just have
1: devils? Oh, I agree, mate. And they will. It's pretty much locked in that it will be devils <laughs> because the AFL actually own the licenses for all that, you know, TassieDevils.com. And everything, but the Melbourne Demons complain that it's too close to their name.
0: Oh, that. See, all I'm hearing there is awesome rivalry to kick off the debut season for the Tasmanian Devils. Devils VDs. It's DVD. Uh,
1: Well, I would say they've probably got more right to have the name Tasmanian Tigers. And, of course, there are the Richmond Tigers. But... There's been more Tigers in Tasmania than in Richmond in history. Yeah, yeah, that is very true. Very
0: true as well. Uh, Look, the round uh, coming ahead, I always, every time I'm doing afternoon sport, I try to see what Carlton is up to. And for once this week, I can kind of relax, I think, because they're taking on West Coast and hopefully bounce back from what has been an awful two weeks uh, for the Carlton Football Club. Uh, what are you looking forward to in round seven?
1: Oh, I'm, I'm excited to... Uh, it's a feel-good story about Carlton, which is not something you say. Um, <laughs> Sam Doherty is back from a knee injury a bit uh, earlier than people expected. I've I got to say, I, I disagree that, uh, you know, he, he's come back earlier than expected. <laughs> Two years ago, he had testicular cancer. Mm. And then he came back to be runners-up in the best and fairest. Nothing could stop this bloke. He's got a skeleton made of adamantium. He's, of course, going to come back. And, yeah, West Coast are in dire straits. I mean, it's uh, my son started playing under nines uh, just on Sunday, and he's already got the call uh, to West Coast have asked if he's available uh, this week. Sadly, it's a night game. He'd have to go to bed at halftime, so they've we've turned it down. But uh, I am most excited about... Actually, uh, well, look, you've got the Sydney Derby, the the Battle of the Bridge, as they call it, the Swans and Giants, which I always like a a good derby. Um, I think the best match of the round will be Essendon versus Geelong. Uh, Geelong seem to have found their mojo back, reigning premiers, of course. Essendon, uh, yeah, they just stopped in that last quarter against Collingwood. I, I think Essendon can come back, and I've actually tipped them to upset the Cats, this Sunday. Uh, Also tonight, Saints v. Port. Saints are looking unstoppable, but it's just in their DNA to stuff up at some stage, (laughs) and Port are good villains like that. So there's some good games. I also want to shout out to my team, the Bulldogs, our captain Marcus Montempelli playing his 200th game Uh, Is he the greatest of all time? Uh, Yes. Yes, he is, without a doubt.
0: (laughs) Hey, stay with us. We're going to be taking a uh, quick break, and then we've got to chat some NRL and a little bit of a beat. Well, not a little bit. A massive upset in the NBA playoffs uh, happened yesterday that we do have to cover as well. Someone you love could die of a sudden cardiac arrest at any age, any fitness, at any time. More than 80% happen at home, and chances of survival decrease by 10% every minute. And sadly, in Australia, around 50 people die from cardiac arrest a day while waiting for the ambulance to arrive. But now you can increase your chances of survival with CellAid, the world's first mini personal defibrillator. It's simple to use and as small as a block of chocolate. Every home should have a cell Aid. It's really a lifesaver. Buy your cell Aid at cellaid.io. That's C-E-L-L-A-E-D
1: dot I-O.
0: Let's have a look at the NRL. Man, this is grim. As a North Queensland boy myself, it is sad to see the Cowboys. Probably they were the biggest story last year as the fact that they managed to go so deep and people didn't give them a chance. And now they're the biggest story so far this year in the sense that they are absolutely awful. Something is going wrong in Townsville. They got pumped last night 44-6. Uh, by the Sharks who are looking on a whole nother level. I'm not going to talk hip drop tackles here, Danny, because I'm sick of hearing it in the NRL. So I will talk about the fact that we're looking at a team that was in the finals last year, likely being in the bottom three this year, and it is a gigantic fall from Grace when it comes to the Cowboys with nothing to look forward to. Um as for the rest of the NRL for round nine, we we've got a quite a battle on tonight. I don't know if you're across the NRL, mate, but the Bunnies and Broncos tonight at Suncorp Stadium, where I'm residing in Brisbane, is going to be an absolute belter. Uh,
1: yeah, well, I'm, I'm I'm not usually across. I, I, I want to ask you, shout as a as a North Queensland fan, what a what happens down here in Melbourne a lot is when your AFL team is bad. We all a lot of it's tradition that you jump on the Storm <laughs> bandwagon. What what do you do in Townsville? Are you, do you get on the Lions, or well, or is it uh, you start thinking about cricket season?
0: It's well documented here on this podcast that I chop, I change teams like very regularly. But um, I think that if you're in the north, you struggle. You know what the be- beauty is though? The NRL's expanded, and you've got the Dolphins floating around in Queensland. So I think a lot of people in Townsville will be looking down there at the Dolphins, being like, "Well, you know, they're not that far away." I guess we could just start going for the Dolphins.
1: You've got that weird thing up in Queensland where you just – you can change teams as long as they're a Queensland team. That's that's way more important than club loyalty. The producer jumping in here. Yes, hello. I just want to say this is the first I've heard of Shad going for North Queensland. So he has what? just added on a new team. Previously <laughs> it was Warriors, it was Souths, and it was Dolphins. But I now it's also North South. Queensland and it's also
0: Broncos. You are completely up. I never comp. went for South because comp. my family is a South family. So <laughs> it's the only, I don't go for South. So relax, you play, cool your jets. And I only do the Broncos stuff for you because they used to pay me to do their podcast, but now they don't. Now you
1: just do it for free, do you?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, now I don't do it at all. But, uh, mate, it's always been wires first, top of the table. That's for me. Um, but now he is right. I do chop and change a lot, whatever. Leave me alone, Dan. Go back to doing your producing job. Uh, round nine is uh, on its way. And this weekend, obviously, I said the Broncos and the Rabbitohs. I'd have to say, outside of that game, one of the ones to probably watch out of just if you want to watch you know how you watch a real shit tv show Uh, you maybe put it on in the background you let it play there and it just kind of helps you move through your day you're not really paying attention this week that has to be the dragons bulldogs game which i feel like i'll put on in the background but does have the potential to be a surprisingly good game and not only because you know they're two underperforming sides this year uh, but also the dragons are in here getting a little bit of salary cap relief uh, to do with a fullback situation.
1: Yeah, someone called Cody Ramsey, and, uh, you know, I fully admit I'm not completely across NRL, but I do an I interest. He's got uh, ulcerative colitis, which is an inflammatory bowel condition, and I've got to say, I feel sorry for Cody Ramsey. I mean, first of all, that's going to hurt, but he's going to cop mm. it for sledging for the rest of his career. <laughs> Just, Cody, you played like shit. Oh, geez, you're giving me the yeah. shits. That is just going to plague him forever. Well, with the
0: way the Dragons are playing, I feel like everyone in the side probably has the same condition right now. So that probably makes a lot of sense <laughs> uh, when it comes to Dragons players. But that is yet a roll-around coming ahead. Obviously, tonight is going to be an absolute blockbuster. Let's quickly touch on this before we finish up. The biggest upset in the NBA uh, just overnight, the Milwaukee Bucks. Favorites to possibly take out the title. Uh, Giannis, their star, is, you know, top three MVP pick at the moment, uh, possibly number one. Uh, they have been knocked out by the Miami Heat in game five. That means they only took out one game in the uh, playoffs against Miami Heat to just yeah. signify how intense this loss was. Where the Heat finished, they actually were in the mix of the play-in on uh, play in tournament. Sorry, not the Miami Heat. Actually, was Heat, my mind. (laughs) Miami Heat had to do the play. It was Heat. Miami Heat were part of the play-in tournament, which means you know they could have potentially just missed out on the playoffs. It's one of the biggest upsets in playoffs in the last, I would say, 10 years, the idea for the Heat to beat the Bucs. They were definitely not a team people wanted to play, but Giannis showed so much class after this loss. He was asked by media, Danny. Yes, I saw this. After the loss to the Heat means that the entire season – was a failure, and his response was there's no uh, failures in sport. And I think if you get a chance to watch this and if you've got like, young kids that are going to be playing sport, seeing how Giannis dealt with what is one of the worst playoff exits from a high-seeded team. They were the, they were the top of the table uh, for a lot of the season. They ended as the number one seed. Uh, the way he took that on the chin was phenomenal.
1: Yeah, <coughs> he really um, he took... It was what, uh, the first time I saw it. Uh, uh, Shad was when Jerry Seinfeld put it up on his Instagram, saying, "This is how you deal with a oh, heckler," wow. which was, uh, you know, when the mm. king gives you a shout out. That's amazing. Do you know he reminded me a lot uh, with his post match pressure because he he didn't make any excuses, but he took the uh, the journalist on and he gave a really well thought out answer. He reminded me a lot of uh, Australia's favourite son, Ange Postecoglou. Uh, the way he can deal with media, mm. uh, the way he's dealt with the sc- the rabid. Scottish football uh, pack. And, you know, Giannis is from Greece. Ansh from Greece. Who would have guessed the Greeks make good philosophers?
0: <laughs> yeah, very fascinating, isn't it? If you need to know the full quote, there's no failures in sport. There's good days, bad days. Some days you're able to be successful. Some days you're not. Some days it's your turn and some days it's not your turn. That's what sport is about. You don't always win. Other people are going to win. And this year somebody else is going to win. And it's as simple as that. I think Giannis is great. I think it's probably not giving much uh, Bucks fans. It's probably not making Bucks fans feel any better. But at the same time, like, yeah, just an amazing way to take it in a sport, the NBA that is known for massive egos and a superstar league, as they call it. So, Bucks are out of the playoffs quickly. And to be honest, the Heat probably move up to up there as favourites. For the East now, after that win, which is really? fascinating to come from seventh, yeah, they they're a really good side. Jimmy Butler's no, it's pretty the good, Knicks, mate.
1: The Knicks, you're the Knicks. Get out, dude. Get That's my team. Out. <laughs> Man, <laughs> wow. we've been terrible for so long. Let me just enjoy this moment of slight glory. We got rid of the Cavs yesterday. We're back, baby.
0: Well, to be honest, actually, your win over the Cavs actually does make your pathway a bit easier. To try and get to the NBA, well, actually, with, you know with what? the bucks you going out, East. yes, yeah, you might get into the East, East Finals. Oh, that would be interesting, actually. You're up against the heat, though. I will say,
1: <laughs> we are the best team named after underwear in the planet.
0: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Uh, Look, that's it for Afternoon Sport, Uh, mate, just before your weekend. But before we go, of course, a big thank you to our sponsors, Danny.
1: Elite Bet. It's the only betting app you need. Yeah, we'll be back
0: uh, next week, Monday, for your daily dose of sport. Afternoon Sport.
1: You want something different for your next client event? How about a live podcast? The team at the Afternoon Sport Group love an audience, so why not add some star factor to your next occasion? Get the guys talking shop at your next event. For more information, email hello
0: at afternoonsport.com.